Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. You know what? A thing I can't figure out with that song is he says uh, watermelon sugar a zillion times, but then in the chorus, uh, he says, it tastes like strawberries on a summer evening. Did you ever thought yeah. about that? That's like um, having a bouquet of sharpened pencils. Huh? <laughs> it's, you, okay, you've never seen You've Got Mail? No. Brad, it's a rom-com. I'm surprised you haven't seen I it. You, you, I don't watch rom-coms. You always you say totally that. totally watch rom-coms. Okay, so if I watch rom-coms, how come I've never seen that? Isn't that like the classic rom-com? It is, but never seen you do it. things differently. I've you know, never, I, I've never seen that movie. I, I can see you watching it. I can I, see you not I've, watching I've it. Never, you know, I, what I watch is I watch stuff like, like well, when I used to have it, I used to watch Bosch, you know, which is a, an excellent police drama. But it's on Amazon, and I don't have Amazon Prime anymore. I don't have Amazon, I don't have Netflix. I have YouTube. That's what I have. That's what I watch. I watch YouTube. I don't even have the YouTube TV or whatever it is. I just have YouTube. I watch videos. I, I know. Well, watch that one. A bouquet of sharpened pencils. Okay. Well, I explain that. What does that mean? A bouquet of sharpened pencils. You know how the smell of sharpened pencils, you know? Yeah. It's it's just, it's a romantic little thing. So what does that do with watermelon sugar and strawberries on a summer night? See, I mean, that'd be like See, saying. strawberries on a summer night is a lovely thing. It's kind of. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's but, just but he's it's, singing it's very about, romantic. It's very, you know, he's he's trying to be romantic. But he's singing about watermelons. He's singing about. <laughs> that would be like me saying saying, "Oh, I wish I had a, a you know a a Corvette, but oh my God, my favorite car is a Ferrari." It's like okay, so why are you singing about a Corvette if your favorite car is a Ferrari? <sighs> You know? I don't know, Brad. I, I don't know what to an- tell you. Well, I mean, sometimes lyrics don't make any sense. I mean, if you listen to songs, it's They're like, not supposed okay. to make sense, but oh, they make on. sense to someone. No, they... they, they yes, you know, yeah, they, right. Yes, they like, do. Just because you are a guru of the radio... No, it has nothing to do with that. It's just to the point where you look at some... You know, here's what I always find There's fascinating. There's a lot of things that don't make sense to a lot of people, but they make sense to me. Okay. They I, really touch me. I have, I have, I have mental issues, okay? And I'll be quite honest, I have mental issues, okay? And I recently had someone who got upset with me when I couldn't give the lyrics of a song. And I went like, okay. And they go like, well, you, you're a radio guy. You listen to radio all day long. I go, you know what? I have a problem. I can't remember stuff like that. Like for, you know, I, you, you, you could say to me, I'm going to put a gun head, gun to your head and shoot you if you can't give me the lyrics for, um, I don't know, pick a song. And, you know, like let's say, uh, um, you know, huge number one song. I couldn't do it. I can't tell you. I, I could if, if someone walked in right now and said, here's $10 million. It's yours. If you can give me the exact lyrics for any song you're playing on the radio right now. Any song you're playing on the radio, I'll give you $10 million if you can give me the exact lyrics. You pick the song. I would say, take your money. I can't do it. I can't remember stuff like that. I've never been able to. And to the point where, I mean, some people... But yet you know the tune. Yeah, but I don't know the because lyrics. That's how, that's, isn't see, that how you pick? No. I Here, look. Look. I see, I see performers who go on stage. And yeah. they sing their songs. And let's say, say they sing songs of other artists and things like that. I couldn't do that. I can't remember the lyrics. I can't remember any of them. I mean, here's the crazy thing. I can write a commercial. And, you know, I can sit me, write it. My words, you know, 30-second commercial. Client says, okay, I need a commercial for XYZ car wash. Okay, I can sit down and I can write a 30-second commercial for XYZ car wash. And if you, once again, I could not give you that commercial for you know i mean i have to read the copy i understand that i have to print that out and read it i can't read it you know and once again and once again things that i hear on the air i mean like there are a couple things that like like if i hear them on the air uh i could i could i could you know like i could do it like for example here i'll do this one doink doink i can do that 
and and you know if if I heard this on the air, doink doink, I can do that, doink doink, and then this one, super lonely, super lonely, and then I could do this one. People are suffering. People are dying. People are suffering. People are dying. But yet I couldn't. I can't tell you like watermelon sugar. That song. I couldn't give you the lyrics of that. I've, I don't know how many times I've heard that song. I have no idea. But yet I know people who can grab a guitar, and I've seen it happen, grab a guitar, walk up on stage, and someone says, hey, sing Watermelon Sugar, and they'll bum, 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 and they'll sing the whole thing perfectly, you know, all the words, chords, the whole bit, and just off the top of their head. And I'm always like, man, I'm in awe of those people. I, I, just, I just can't believe it. You know, I mean, people, like, for example, I know a person who is a concert pianist, and yet this person cannot play jazz in other words if if i said to this person hey play uh you know play something from uh you know uh who's ragtown yeah ragtime or who's the the big uh, uh the big michael buble no 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 the big guy here is in st louis the famous jazz guy or who is it you know who wrote the the uh, you know the I can't even remember. see I can't even remember their names okay and they would I don't even know who you're talking about well there were all these famous jazz musicians and you know and 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 ragtime musicians in St Louis Scott what was his name I don't know who knows a- anyway the people that that were you know famous stuff like St Louis blues and stuff like that da, 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 da. you know I mean but I'm talking like on the piano and this person can't play that I mean you know and and I go like what and they go no have to have the music have to have music have to have music in front of me. And this is a concert pianist, someone who, who performs with the symphony, and yet they could not, you know, sit there, and I'm going like, okay. And now, everybody's always talking about left brain, right brain, and you know here the weird part of that is? I can't even what? tell you which one's which, you know, uh, which one's which. You know, if someone says, well, if you're left brain, you're blah, 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 I can't remember that. I can't remember it. And, you know, and, and to me, it's like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, uh, uh no-brained. That's what I. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I. That's why I'm at. I'm a no-brain person. So you're saying no-brainer. Your picture would be in. Um, no, Wikipedia? I can't. I can't do it. You know, once again, I can't. Here, here. I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. Okay. At one point in time, I applied to be a waiter at Outback Restaurant. About me, you know. eh, fourteen, thirteen, fourteen years ago. Okay. Uh-huh. And one of the things you had to do was you had to memorize the menu. I could not do that. No matter how hard I tried, I could not memorize the menu. You know, I couldn't. And to the point where when I had the test on it, I didn't do well. You know, and, and I know that there's the thing. People go like, you're going to go like, well, you're like Joe Biden. You got dementia. Well, there are some people that you can show them a piece of paper and they can look at it. And then they can, you can take the piece of paper away from them, and they can tell you everything that was on that piece of paper. And then there are people like me. I'm my, on the, my step monster baby is like that. I'm on the opposite side of that spectrum. I mean, you could show me a piece of paper, and you could have me. You could give it to me for an hour. Let's say it was like you know. Well, once again, let's say it was a menu. You know, hey, here's a menu. You know how nowadays you go to a restaurant and there's no menus anymore. They give you a QR code or you, you, yes, you know, you, I t- know you, that. you get a piece of paper. I mean, if you, if you, if 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 the waiter came out and said, or the manager of the restaurant came out and said, hey, here's our little one-page restaurant, you know, one-page menu. If you can memorize that, we'll give you an hour. If you can memorize that, you can eat here for free for the rest of your life. I would just go get up and say, can't do it. See you bye. I, you know, don't know why. Well, it's because you know yourself. Yeah, but there's something wrong with my brain. You know, there's something that, that, that doesn't shock people. There's something wrong with my brain and has holes in it. No, but I, look, I understand what you're saying. But, you know, it's certain people, I mean, you know, it's certain people are wired different ways. You know, I mean, and, and, and it's to the point where, do you ever see the movie? See, now this is a movie that I, I've never seen the entire movie, but I've seen, um, God, I can't remember the name of it. The High Point. No, it's got uh, it's got uh, Matt Damon in it, and uh, it's where he plays the, the 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 savant kid who is a is a uh, 
uh, a janitor, a janitor at Harvard. You know what I mean? And and he fi- and he and he figures out the problem. There's a problem on the board, and he and he solves it. You know what I mean? At night yeah. when he's a janitor, okay. And and there's a couple scenes in there like where he gets arrested, he gets into a fight, and he gets arrested, and he goes to and he goes to to, uh, to and he's in court, and he starts citing these cases, you know, word for word from the 1800s to the judge, and the judge is like sitting there like, what? You know, I'm not one of those people. Well, simple he's as got that. Some kind of brilliant memory. Because... I don't. I, but I don't. I don't understand it. Once again, I. You know the. Uh, I the crazy thing. I was a police dispatcher a long time ago. Four call signs for our different transmitters: KRA five six nine, KTS six zero six, KCZ nine twenty four, and WBG four thirty four. Remember those like like yesterday. My very first credit card card four six seven two six five zero 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 nine zero four eight. Still remember all that. You know, I can tell you, I can tell you license plates of cars that I've had. You know that I haven't had for years and years and years, and yet I, you know, sometimes I can't remember where I parked my car at the at the at the at the shopping center. You know, one of those goofy things. You know, that's and, a that's a normal thing though. Nobody can remember where they parked their car. Okay, can can I tell you can I tell you a, an issue that I've had for a while and you know, you know me, I drive all the time and I love to drive, okay? Yes. There are certain exit ramps now that I don't know how many times I've gotten off those exit ramps and I can't remember which lane to go in. And I'll give you an example. If you're going west and 7, you get off at 5th Street, and they've got that diverging diamond, you know, uh, weird, you know, uh, overpass thing there going on where yes. you drive on the wrong side of the road and you go back on the right side of the road. Okay, yeah. if, you're, if you're going to uh, the streets of St. Charles, as you come down that ramp, if you get into the far left lane, you know, and, and, and what happens is as you come down, you're in the far left lane, and then as you get close to the stoplight, it splits. And I'm always going like, okay, which lane do I get into? Because of the fact it's opposite from most exit ramps. You know, if you know you're coming down the ramp and, you know, if you want to go right, you go all the way to the right. And if you want to go left, you go all the way to the left. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, uh, but on this Correct. one, yes. on this one, if you get in the wrong lane, then you get back on to eastbound 70. You go yes, like, you do. you do like a loop. Okay. I don't know yeah. how many times I've gotten off that exit and I think to myself, okay, do I go all the way over to the left? Do I go one lane over? You know, and the answer is you go all the way to the left, but then as you get close to the turn, you move one lane over to the right. Okay. Now, now I, I, you know, I can sit here and I can remember that. I can say, okay, you go down the ramp, you get over the left lane, you move one lane over as you make the turn. And that way you go, you know, uh, uh, south on fifth street or whatever the heck it is. Bang. But when I get off that, if I would drive, if I would get off the air right now and drive out there, I'd have to think about it, getting off that ramp. Okay, which lane do I yeah, go Yeah, there's in? another one like that, too. Um, the new exit and entrance ramps to T.R. Hughes and um, Highway K, Highway M. Well, no, no. The one, the diverging diamond ones where the lanes are backwards are Mid-Rivers and 70, 5th Street and 70, right. and Dorset and 270. Those are the ones right. where they have the diverging diamonds. I understand diamonds. that, but yeah. another one that's not that, that's just a regular off-ramp, they've moved it. And I keep on forgetting, and so ultimately I will pass. No, my, you're, you're, you're talking uh, about my, the you're talking about the new exit for for K and M in in O'Fallon. What they did was they correct. they put the and then egg, the one for T R Hughes. Yeah, they put the exit they, they put the exit ramp a mile before the, the highway. I know. It's like I don't get that one. I don't get it. I don't understand what they did with that. And then the other but crazy. But have you seen what they're doing on three sixty four? Yeah, they're putting a new one in there at uh, at Motherhead. Yeah. Uh, yep. 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 You know. You know. But hey, the one the one out there at K and seventy. Uh, what I don't get is when you get on K and go east on seventy. You go down that long, 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 long like little road. You're off off to yourself. Little two lanes there. You got a little two lanes there, and then. You got to merge on Eastbound 70, and there's like no acceleration lane. You know, it's like, okay, right. why why couldn't they have made this thing till you get back on the main lines of Eastbound 70, like a half mile back, instead of like merging at the last minute? I don't get that one. You know, sometimes, sometimes I think to myself, you know what? I could have been a traffic engineer. You know, I I dealt with some of those people when I ran my traffic network, and it was really funny. I mean, like sometimes if you said something to them, man, they took it personally. You go like, why did you do that? Well, that's just the way we did it. You know, who are you to question us? We're the traffic engineers. I had a guy say that to me one time. 
said, well, who are you? You know, we, we went to college for this. We, this is, this is a profession. We're civil engineers. We took special education. We take continuing education. I go, yeah, right. I get that you're smart dudes, but you know, like us common folk, why didn't you just do this? You know, they would get upset, you know, like, well, this is the way we do it. Okay, whatever. Hey, we got to take a break. 629. Westplex 107.1. She's super lonely. Yeah, <laughs> super lonely. I remember the first time I heard that song. I thought to myself, I don't know if I like it or hate it. Hold on. Wrong microphone. I did that again. Okay. I got to get that But you one. sounded really good. No, 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 no. It sounds crappy. They all sound crappy because this is crap, KRAP. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yesterday, Trump, <laughs> I'm telling you. It's going to be so sad when Joe Biden's president. I mean, you know, when Trump, you know, uh, you know, gets tossed out, you know, when they they the army has to come in and pull him out of the office, um, you know, and and, you know, all his all his kids, you know, when they're yanked out of the the West Wing. Uh, it's going to be so sad because Joe Biden just going to be, you know, just just going to be Joe. Anyway, um, <laughs> he did a, a rally last night. And he says he felt so good, he wanted to go out in the crowd and kiss people. <laughs> Who said that? Trump did. Oh, did he? <laughs> Here's a guy that just gets over COVID-19, and he wants to go kiss people. See, now, here's what I find interesting about this is, to a certain what? extent, okay, to a certain extent, when he does that stuff, it drives the Democrats batty. Absolutely insane. Look what he's doing. He just got over COVID-19. How do we know he's not a he's not a super spreader? Super spreader. He's out there. Super spreader. You know, that's the song we need to do. Super. I'm super, super spreader. I'm the super spreader. Uh, anyway, so so and I'm thinking to myself, this guy is just punking them. You know what I mean? I mean, he's just, you know, he's like, you know, do you, do you ever know anybody who I always thought this was maybe this is like a a lost art, okay? But when I was working for the police department, there was this one cop that I worked with, and he was really interesting. He would say things, and he would he would like sometimes in the squad room at the beginning of the shift. Sometimes I'd go in there, and you know, and they you know they talk okay, you know, you know, give like not anything like you saw in Hill Street Blues, but you know they would be talking about okay, here's what we need to watch out for today, blah 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 blah. This one, be safe out there and you know he never did that uh, so so this one cop would always say something bizarre and if i was in the room he'd turn and he'd wink at me like boy i i'm really gonna get him upset this morning aren't i you know what i mean it's that kind of stuff you know what i mean like do, you, do people kind wink? Of like you are with me but do people wink anymore you know what I mean? Do you do you do you ever to the point where do you say some something to somebody and it's like, you know, like sort of bizarre or weird and you turn to somebody else and you give them a wink like, yeah, right. I do. I do that. You yes. do. Okay. I don't I don't it used to be more prevalent, didn't it? Isn't it one of those things? I mean, probably you know what, you know the problem is right now if you probably did that tomorrow would be headline on CNN. You know, you know the the Black Lives Matter people have come out and determined that if you wink at somebody that's a racial slur. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you can't even wink anymore. You know, it's like, okay, what can you do anymore? You know, you can't, you know, I mean what what's the thing you can't you can't salute? I told you the deal about the friend of mine. What? You can't salute. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. What? I told you about the about the friend of mine that worked at Disney, the Disney Disneyland, didn't I? Did I tell you about this? No. When they went through training at Disney, this is a long time ago. Uh, when they went through training at Disneyland, they were taught a particular way to point. And like, for example, if someone came up to them and said, "How do I get to, um, you know, uh, the the Mad Hatter ride or whatever?" And you would point, but you would take your thumb, and you would take your thumb, and you would put it down inside your palm of your hand, and you would keep all four of your fingers together, and you would use your extended arm perfectly horizontal. And they had they showed you how to do this, you know, and because of the fact that they, and the explanation was, in certain countries, if you use your pointer finger, that's nasty. That's yeah, like rude. that's rude or it's it's indecent or something like that. And then also if you had your thumb up on top of your hand in some in some countries that was deemed to be sacrilegious or some crazy thing like that. And they'd figured out that if you take your thumb, put it down in the palm of your hand and extend your four fingers, but yet push all four fingers together. You couldn't open your fingers up because that was another country that you offended. You had to <laughs> close. You had to close. It's like, you know, if you show the peace sign forward or backwards, one of them is 
really, really offensive well, the whole... in certain countries. And but okay, so here's my question: How what? did how did that start? How is the third finger in the United States an obscene gesture? How is is someone in you know and like for example like and like if you do the like the two fingers up you know like the the middle two fingers down two fingers up okay if you're in Texas that means you're a uh, University of Texas fan because that's the hook right. that's the hook'em horns things you know like yeah. you're hook'em horns but yet if you're like at a rock concert what does that mean it means like stay rock cool. And roll. Well, doesn't it like stay cool or something like that? Or, 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 you know, what's the two, you know what I mean? Like, hey, man, you know what I mean? And but yeah, once again, where did that come from? Where, you know, what did somebody one night say, hey, I'm going to do a thing. If you do this particular finger, it means this. And if you do these two fingers, it means this. And if you do three fingers, it means this. And if you do the whole hand, it does this. And if you do your thumb up, it's that. And your thumbs down, it's that. Where did that come from? It was somebody that just, it's just something that caught on. Yeah, but somebody, but, but somebody somewhere, just like, for example, like, like me as a kid. It's okay? been going on like hang 10 forever, okay, for years. Is, is the hang 10, is that the two fingers? Is that what that is? Hang 10? It's where the, the two middle fingers, your ring finger and your middle finger are down. And then, um, yeah. Okay. I, I, like I said, I'm lost. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> like, but a hey, perfect example. Okay. A -O okay. A okay. A okay. Okay. Remember that that came out of the space program. One of the astronauts, one of the reporters asked one of the astronauts, is everything okay? A okay. You know I mean? Like, okay. Does that mean like it's extra special? Okay. It's not just okay. It's a okay. You know, and then you can't say, remember, you can't say okay anymore because that somebody claims that's what? That's somehow, you know, racial slur or something like that. Okay, I'm lost. You know? You know, here's what we need. And just like, for example, like the word urban. The word urban has been... has now. Can we been, still use that? that? But the crazy thing about it is, is the company that owns all the black radio stations, that's the name of their company. I know. It's like, it's like okay, they, they used to be Radio One, now they're Urban One. Urban are they going to change their name because now you can't say urban anymore? You know, and what's interesting is that's part of, of, of uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, geo whatever it is. I mean, like the, the, the people, like we talked about this, urban, suburban, exurban, and then rural. What's so exurban? Exurban would be considered like Washington, Missouri, uh, um, Warrington, Missouri, places like that. Urban is like in the city. Suburban would be like Chesterfield. Exurban would be, um, uh, you know, like farther out. You know, suburban Small, would be like smaller. Would be like West community. West County and 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 St. Charles County. But that if you get, like, for example, probably Forestell would be considered exurban. Because it's far enough out there and, you know, it's like, it's not, a, you know, if you, when you're driving along 70, when you go out in West and St. Charles, you don't really know where St. Charles ends and St. Peter's begins because there is no like open space anymore. It's all like one, you know, continuous thing. But yet when you get West of Wentzville, then there's a stretch of about two miles before you get to Forestell. So Forestell would probably be called exurban. And then once you get like West of Warrington, then it's rural. So in other words, it's like if you're driving along I-70, you know, you're in, if you come downtown, you're urban, then you're suburban, then you're exurban, then you're rural. And as you approach Columbia, you would, you know, be going to, uh, I don't know if Columbia was have, has like exurbs, but they have suburban and then you have urban Columbia, same thing. And then you go into Kansas City, same kind of deal. As you approach, you know, Kansas City, you've got the exurbs, which is like Oak Grove and things like that. You get further in. Exurbs? That's, that's the, the, the suburbs. Is that the lingo? Yeah, it's exurbs. That's what it is. It's E X U R B S. Okay. You don't. You think I'm making that up? No, I don't. Make, I don't actually. This time I don't. I actually believe you. I don't make anything up at all. Matter of fact, are you kidding me? I never make anything up. Everything that comes out of your mouth is sometimes. Give me an example. Excuse me. Give me an example. Of something I made up. So you can't I'm do it. I'm going to have to process that. You can't do it. No, that's not fair. You can't you know do it. No, I have to process before I answer. So you can't do it. You didn't give me enough time. Okay, I'll give you till the next break. Six forty-seven. Westplex one hundred seven point one. I'm going to ask you a question. I already know the answer to the question. What's that? 
Have you ever seen that video before? I actually have. Have you seen that video? I'm sorry? Have you, you know, the microphone, you talking to that thing? Are you talking to your Nord again? No, I'm talking into the microphone. Okay. Um, you've seen that video? Yes. Okay. Do you remember it? I don't remember it, no. Okay. <laughs> but I have seen it. It's one of my favorite videos, not because she prances around her underwear at one point, but it's really well done. And when you watch the video, you think you know what's happening until the very end. And then it's like one of these, what? You know, it was like, I don't get it. You know, and you have to think about it for a minute. Like what happened in like- Spoiler alert. Well, let's say the video is three minutes and 40 seconds long from start to finish. You think you know what happens after three minutes and 30 seconds. And then at three minutes and 30 seconds, there's one scene at the very end of it. And you go like, what? What happened now? It's pretty interesting. And what's interesting to me is, is I mean, you saw this way back when, when MTV was big, but, you know, I think it's come back again where you have people who are like, they give the credits of who did the video, the director and things like that. And, and you know, sometimes something short, three, four minutes, is, is much, 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 much harder to do than something long. Does that make That's any sense? True. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, I do know what you mean. Because you have to figure out, okay, what are we going to squeeze in? We have all this footage we took and we did this, we did this, we did this. Okay, this has got to, we got to cut this down to three seconds. This has got to be four seconds. And you're like chopping things up, you know. Anyway, I don't even know why I brought that up. 6.57, it's BS in the morning. I'm Shelly, she is Brad. Um, did you listen to any or watch any of the, uh, the uh, hearings on Amy Comey, Coney Barrett yesterday? Well... I did watch her speech, which I thought she was very eloquent and very lovely. Um, I didn't watch the rest of it, but I am told that it was embarrassing. Well, we'll talk about it next hour. And I had never heard her speak until yesterday. And it I will tell you my initial reaction, and you don't want to hear it, but I'll tell you anyway. Okay? Uh-huh. You're going to go like, I can't believe you said that. I probably will. <laughs> Because I actually did watch her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. He, here's. I mean, it's a real big deal when the president of the United States claps for something that you said. How do you know that? How do you know he clapped? Because I saw him. He where was he? He wasn't at the hearings. He was standing right next to her. He was. Yes. No. We must be talking about something different. When she was in, she was, I see, I, once again, I'm a radio guy. I, I, you know, I can't watch TV when I drive around. So, you know, like when I'm driving around yesterday, I'm listening to it. And God, I'll tell you what, I listen to it on NPR, KWMU. I mean, every time I, I hear crap on, on, on that station, you know, once again, I've started my, Shelly gets mad. I've started my campaign, defund KWMU. Okay. You really need to stop it. I'm telling you, it ticks me off those people those news people over there they all got the job of the lifetime you know they got the best job in the world and they're complaining about it and they call that poor guy who was the general manager who they pushed out of there a white supremacist okay i'm sorry i mean to me dems fighting words you know i mean if you got a job and you're doing your best and the guy has done a great job with kwmu and they force him out because a bunch of people in a newsroom called him a white supremacist i'm going like i've had it i've just had it you know and, and here's the problem with that okay if it were a bunch of uh let's say it was a black guy who was running kwmu and somebody would have called him a n-word oh my god the world would have stopped you know, oh, absolutely. I think it would have melted down, you know, like, oh, my God. Ah! But, you know, we can call a white guy. We can call him a white supremacist, just like they call Trump a white supremacist. I'm going like, you know, I don't get it. You know, I, I have to tell you, I, I, more and more every day, I look at things and I think to myself, OK, I just don't see what other people see. I don't see that person as an Italian or a Catholic or a Jew or, you know, I'm just like, hey, it's some dude I do business with. It's the guy that works at the gas station. You know what I mean? It's like the person you go to when you go to pay your taxes, at, you know, at, at the county. You know, it's like, eh, that's how I identify people. You know, I mean, like, for example, 
I go to, God, I can tell you this story. I go to eat last night, and I ordered, I won't tell you where I went, but, you know, they give you the food in a plastic bag, so that'll sort of, you know, make it, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, not, you know, it'll sort of narrow it down to a couple places, okay? So I asked the lady who was working the window, you know, because you can't go inside, and who was, like, not the friendliest person in the world, and I said to her, can I have some salt and pepper? So I hold out my hand, and she says, uh-uh. So she says, uh-uh. And she's holding this salt and pepper in her hand. And I go, you can't give me the salt and pepper in my hand? Uh-uh. Bag. And by this point in time, I had the bag on the front seat of my car. You know, the driver's, uh, the passenger seat. And I go, bag? She says, yeah, you have to open up the bag and let me put it in. <laughs> I'm going like, okay, now I've heard right. everything. <laughs> now, you know, of course... I handed her the money, and she handed me back my change, but yet when I ask her for salt and pepper, she can't just put it in my hand. She has to drop it in the bag. Now, explain that one to me, okay? Is there is there an explanation of that? Um, no. <laughs> I'm thinking, I drove really away. Not. I drove away, and I thought to myself, okay, I have totally lost touch with what's right and what's wrong why in the world you know can't she hand me the salt and the little little packets you know what i'm talking about why can't she hand me the salt and pepper packets why do i have to pick up the bag op- you know take it out the window again open it up so she can drop the salt and pepper in the bag i'm going like man <sighs> do i sound like an old guy <laughs> No, does, you never sound like no, an old the, guy, Brad. Does, does that make any sense, though? No, it doesn't. <laughs> but, um, it's a different world. I don't So get before it. we were pivoting, now we're adapting. I guess. So it's going to take a little while for us to adapt to whatever this is in front of us. Well, see what's interesting. You and I have a meeting this afternoon at a governmental agency. So it's going to be interesting because were they going to have to spray us down with disinfectant as we walk in the door or something like that? Or they're going to check our masks to make sure that we have the proper flow through our masks or something like that? Jeez, you don't always. know. Yeah, I know. 702. 107.1, still one of my all-time favorite songs. I know you're going to go like, okay, you're an old dude, and you like Skater Boy. I do. I love that song. It's a good song. Yeah, am, it's am I, fun. Am I weird to like that song? No. You know, it's the classic... Did you want to be weird? <clears throat> no, it's the classic story of, of, of... I think anybody who's gone to high school can relate to that song. There was somebody in your high school who was like, you know, like, probably voted the least likely to succeed... And then they became like a nuclear physicist and won the Nobel Prize. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, you know, the people that you would, it's just like, God, I think I, I told the story. I go to my, I'm married. I go to my 10 year high school reunion. I'm 27, 28 years old. Okay. And keep in mind the high school I went to my senior year, our football team, it was sort of weird. We didn't win state. We tied for state. Because at the end of the game, the game was tied. And at that point in time, they never had a tie game. So there was no, no rule in the rule book. And they didn't know what to do. So they declared us and Cape Girardeau co-state champions. Okay? So all the guys on the football team, and they were studs. You know what I mean? Like they were, you know, they were studs because they were on the football team. But they were studs because they were co-state champions. And they were like, you know, hard to get along with. And like, hey, man, we're, we're state champions. That kind of stuff. Okay? So I show up at my high, and keep in mind, the woman that I married went to the same high school, although I didn't know her at the time, and she was a year behind me, okay? So she knew all the same people, right? She was at the same school. She, you know, went to the football games a whole bit, didn't know her, uh, didn't meet her till after high school. So we go to the, the reunion, and there's like three or four tables where all the high school football team is like at. You know what I mean? They're and their wives, girlfriends, and some of them wives and girlfriends. But that's a whole other story. Okay, so, and with the exception of like one or two, they all look like they were 50. You know, bald, big guts. I'm going like, damn, 10 years. <laughs> look what the heck happened. These were like the star athletes. And, he's, and, and, and and it wasn't me that noticed this because a couple of my friends came over to me and said, God, can you believe what happened to our football team? <laughs> you know, most of the guys looked like they were like, 
you know, 40 years older than what they were. Get what I'm saying? I do. And I'm going like, man. And most, most, most times that's actually, and they probably had a hard time struggling because a lot of times when people are really, really popular, and you know, like on the football team, unless they're really, really, um, what's the word? I can't remember what the word is, but a lot of times their life isn't how it was well, in high school. My mom said to me one day, one of the things that, that, you know, sometimes your parents say things, I'd love to know what I said to my kids that they remember, probably nothing. But anyway, I remember my mom saying to me one day, and we were talking about this and she said, you know, when I went to high school, there were some really popular, you know, boys and girls, men and women. And she said, you have to understand that some people, that's the peak of their life. High school is the peak of their life. That's true. And it hit that's, me. Yeah. You know, and when she is. said that at first, I'm going, and I thunk, sunk in and I thought to myself, you know what? That's interesting. And, and think about that. As we go through life, some people have something to happen to them. Like, you know, let's say they're the prom queen or something like that. And that's the pinnacle of their life. Other people move along and maybe, you know, 10 years later, they, you know, uh, are uh, the youngest executive in their company. And then that's the highest they ever get. In other words, you know, their life is, is downhill from them. And then other people, you know, as they go through their life, they just become, you know, you know, increasingly successful and they keep on, you know, uh, you know, pushing the boundaries and they, you know, they do this and they do that. I mean, like, like, for example, like a guy like Elon Musk. Okay, wouldn't you have loved to gone to high school with him and known what he was like in high school? You know, and now he's this guy that he's a multi-billionaire and, you know, he's producing, you know, electric cars and he's sending rocket ships up into space and he's doing underground tunneling and all this kind of stuff. And you're going like, man, what was it that motivated him to do all that stuff? I mean, what, you know, what, what happened to him way back when? I mean, I, you know, like I had, a, I had one of those moments last week where someone called me out of the clear blue and I've never spoken to this person before, but they've sort of followed my career and they said something to me that really sort of shocked me. And it still has reverberated with me since last week. You and know, what was it? Um, this particular person said, and I'm not going into too much detail on it. They said, but you inspired me to do what I'm doing today. And I will. I can, I can. I'm going like, well. Well, so so you're a trash guy like me, <laughs> you know. No, but but it was interesting because of the fact that that something that I and they could quote it, something I said decades ago, and they decided, yeah, I'm gonna do that, and they did it, and they talk about how it's become a very part, an important part of their life, and it's like, wow, interesting, you know. I don't, you know, never thought about that, you know. Anyway, by the way, okay. You touch a lot of people's lives, Brad. I do not. You don't like to think you do, I but don't. you do. I don't. I don't. You know, I'm a guy. I own some radio stations. You know, I, you know, I'm the guy that owns crap. You know what I mean? What does that tell you? You know? <laughs> I know. I know all that blah, 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 but you, you have a humble heart. No, I do not. I do not. I have a frustrated heart lately, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, I'm gonna that's s- understandable. I'm going to say something that's going to get me in trouble, okay? Oh, okay. It's going to get me in trouble with women. And I'm going to say it just because <laughs> of the fact that I... I that's it, different how? <laughs> okay. So so you're telling me something I didn't know. So when Amy Coney Barrett spoke yesterday, what, the president introduced her? Because you said you saw it on TV. No, the, I, no, the I didn't The president was next to her? The president introduced her. He was standing next to her. At the hearings? When she was sitting there and she was talking. If we're talking about the same thing. The hearings yesterday, the congressional hearings, the senatorial I hearings. I don't know if this was the congressional hearings or if it was. I don't think he was there. Okay, see. Brad, he was standing right next to her clapping for her. At Maybe the, it was a different different at, situation. At, I don't know. Maybe at I, the hearings, he was at the hearing yesterday because there was this was in the in Washington D.C. at some building in D.C. where the senators were all and were Kamala, Kam, you know, everybody was there except for Kam, Kamala. Are <laughs> now I'm going after watching the Saturday Night Live thing, which was really funny. I'm going to call him Kamala <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so I, I don't. I, I think you might have been watching an old tape because I don't think he was there. I don't think he was physically there. Okay, here's, here's what I was going to say. I've never heard her speak before. 
I didn't hear her when she was in the Rose Garden, which was now they're deeming the super spreader event and the whole bit. I've never heard her utter a word. And so yesterday, they introduce her, and I'm driving around, and I'm listening to this on KWMU, which, by the way, don't send your money to KWMU, and you should request a tax refund if your money goes to KWMU, but that's a whole other story. Um, uh-huh. And she opens her mouth for the first time, and my what went through my mind was she sounds like she's 12 years old. Okay. Am I in trouble for saying that? She sounds like she's a 12, like 12 year old no, girl. No, she didn't sound like she was 12 year old. She sounded young because she is. She but... so, no, but she's 48, but she's, she's in a, you know, she's That's a mature, young. she's a mature woman. But she, to me, she sounded like she was 12. I mean, if, if I would have heard her and if somebody would have said, Hey, let's, we're doing a man on the street and you know, here's someone, you know, what do you think of the new palm olive dishwashing liquid? And they stuck a microphone in front of her face. I go, well, that's a high school kid. You know, or like a, you know, or or middle school kid. She just, she doesn't sound, I mean, it's not, you know, it's one of those kind of voices that it's not, to me, it's not like, I mean, when you hear Nancy Pelosi, you can pretty much figure out, okay, you know pretty much how old she is, okay? When you hear, when you hear, when you see her, you can pretty much tell how old she is. You hear Mitch McConnell and you can figure out he's about 300 years old. Mitch McConnell, we're talking like that. I'm an old guy from Kentucky, you know? And and when you hear Chuck Schumer, you know, who's always talking, he's always complaining about something. This is terrible. You know, you can start to tell he's like a New York dude, you know, and you can tell his age. But to to me, she sounded like like a 12-year-old girl and you know i know i know women are going to go like well you're making fun of her hey there are there are guys who are in their 40s and 50s and 60s who sound like they're eight you know right don't you agree i mean yes that's true and there are women that are in their 20s that sound like they're 60 you know and the voice is interesting i mean into the point where sometimes the voice doesn't necessarily sync up with the person who they are how old they are you know that kind of a thing and it just sort of struck me, you know, and, but the end, when you get, I heard the beginning and they go back and forth. Here's a Democrat. Here's a Republican Senator. Oh, you know, Miss Barrett will be the world's best, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, there's a Democrat and they got pictures of people, you know, and they're all going like, they're going like, well, you know, and they're going like Jim Smith was, was, was in terrible shape. And if it wasn't for the fact that he had the, the Obamacare, you know, and I'm going like, okay, so already you've you know you figured out that this woman's gonna you know end obamacare and she's gonna end abortion i'm going like here's what i don't like think about it when you walk into a courtroom and you're in front of a judge do you want that do you do you think that that judge is a republican or democrat don't you want that judge to be impartial don't you want that judge to essentially as you stand in front of that judge and as your attorney or if you you know you yourself you're like in traffic court or something like that and you talk to that judge don't you want to feel that that judge has no preconceived notions of you because you're white, black, green, you know, woman, man, transgender, whatever that that you're going to essentially say, "Your honor, I didn't speed." I was driving along the highway. The speedometer said 70 miles, you know, miles an hour. My, you know, that was the speed limit. I don't know what was wrong with this officer, but you know what? I didn't speed. And you want that judge to look at you and go like, okay, you're FOS. You know what I'm saying? Uh (laughs) Or, Or, you know, I mean, you don't, you don't want, get what I'm saying? I do, and and to the point where the whole deal they're talking about. Well, if you if you put her on the be- on the Supreme Court, it'll be the 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 you know the 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 court will be biased. It'll be six conservatives and three you know liberals. I'm going like okay. Let's take out this preconceived notion. I get it that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was this, you know, crusader for women and the whole bit. But yet, by the same token, remember, I talked about that a couple weeks ago. That one of the cases that she argued the case backwards. She argued the case, remember, the, the case we talked about, the drinking age yeah, in Oklahoma, yes, yes. That, the, that the girls could buy beer at 18 <laughs> and the boys couldn't buy it at 21. That's one of the cases that she was involved with. And the idea being was that she essentially said, look, it's not fair to have different drinking ages for men and women. And essentially what she was doing was she was, and, and ultimately, you know what happened with that? And the same thing that happened in Illinois. You know what happened with that? I do not. The women lost the privilege to have to drink beer at 18. When? Now, Oklahoma changed the law. 
Now, not necessarily because of that. Same thing in Illinois. Back in the day, you know, if you were 18, you could drink wine. Or, or 18, was you it could 18 get into stages. Well, no, no. You, you, you could drink wine and beer at 18, 18 yeah, or 19 yeah. in, in Illinois. And drive through liquor stores. Well, and yeah, and the problem was there was all sorts of accidents on 270 coming back from Illinois on Friday and Saturday night because all the Missouri kids. Matter of fact, when I was going yep. to school at SIU, there were a couple bars in Edwardsville that did not, if you came in on a Missouri driver's license and you were like 19, sorry, you couldn't drink. They wouldn't let you in because they had so much trouble with the Missouri kids coming over there and getting drunk and causing problems. So they would essentially say, if, Yeah, I was one of them. <laughs> if, you're, if you're Missouri, from Missouri, 21. And they go like, well, hold on a minute now. And if you had an Illinois driver's license, you were 19, you got in. I think it was 19. I don't think it was 18. I think it was 19. But there's an example of Ruth Bader Ginsburg that she fought for the equality of women and ultimately lost women's privilege because of the fact that they changed the drinking age for women. Because the deal was it was Oklahoma State and the whole deal was that for some goofy reason, the the, the drinking age for beer was 21 and for, uh, for men and for women it was 18. So what they would do was all the fraternities would be would befriend all the sororities. The sorority sisters would go and buy them beer. And they would, they would, you know, they would take care of the sororities because of the fact that they would, you know, give them the, by beer. And she took on a case. She was involved in a case which fought that, which fought the fact that, and the reason they said that women are more responsible uh, than men when they're young and women at 18 are more responsible than men until they're 21, which is when you think about like, okay, isn't that discrimination? Yeah, it was. So, so the idea being is that like she's, you know, this champion of women's rights. Well, to a certain extent, she lost women's rights, but she was for equality. So I say, you know, you know, I say congratulations to her. I, I, I enjoyed hearing that case and finding out about, about that situation. So to me, it's like, okay, so why do we have to, you know, if, why, why can't we just put, you know, nine impartial people up there that we don't know their past? We don't know that they, you know, supported this, you know, this program or that they marched for abortion rights or they marched against abortion rights or they, you know, that they were, you know, uh, used to belong to, I mean, like, you know, like the one thing they, they made fun of, uh, 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 you know, the one deal where they made fun of people who, who were in Knights of Columbus, okay? Do you know people in Knights of Columbus? I do. So do I. Do you think they're weirdos or subversive or terrible people? I do not. They're usually... No, I think they're good, good humans. Exactly. Most of the people who are in Knights of Columbus are very devout Catholics and... Part of yeah. the, the thing with Knights of Columbus is it's a service organization. They help people. They do fundraisers. I mean, how many times have we promoted events on the radio station that's been put on by the Knights of Columbus or there's an event that's going on at the Knights of Columbus Hall? You know what I mean? It's, it's positive stuff. And to me, when they're, you know, well, they're a member of the Knights of Columbus. Yeah. And the problem with that is, you know, I mean, it's like, I don't get it. Does that make any sense? Yes, it makes perfect sense, actually. I make no sense. What are you talking about? You're just being nice to me this morning. I'm never nice to you, Brad. <laughs> actually, that's not completely true. I'm always nice to you, except for when I'm not. <laughs> Shelly and I got into a little tiff yesterday. We did. We were cross-purposes. Sure he goes cross-purposes. Because we'll talk about that next break, okay? Do we have to? <laughs> Yes, we do. <laughs> we really don't have to. Yeah, we do. 729. Perhaps. Westplex 107.1, go out with a bang. Have you ever seen the video on that one? Hello? Shelly's not there. <laughs> She's disappeared. Uh, anyway, I was going to talk about the video because the video on that is just, it's interesting, but it's sort of same thing. In and out. Same shot, in and out, in and out. And every time they zoom in and out, the people who are playing, what is it, craps, they're wearing different clothes and dressed differently and acting differently and acting like Shelly, who's not on the air with me, but she should be on the air with me, but she's not. I actually am. <laughs> you weren't before. You were gone. So I'm now, two days in a row, I'm upset with you. I'm here. You weren't before. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Yes, I was. I, I was debating on whether or not I wanted to speak. No, you weren't. I heard you come in the studio. 
I heard you open the door. I heard your dog bark, and I heard your cats My meow. My dog did not bark. And I heard your 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 mice squeak and your frogs frog. <laughs> you know, I heard all that stuff. Shelly, the My wild Roomba. <laughs> Do you have a Roomba? Do you have one of those Roombas? Hello, Shelly. Afraid that one of my dogs would have an accident. Oop, I'm losing. And that am I cutting out? You're dropping in and out. Go ahead, try it again. Okay. The only the only thing I don't reason I don't have a Zumba is because I've seen pictures on mm. Facebook of. Um, no, it's a Roomba, not a Zumba. Zumba is what you go do. You you do the exercise to music stuff. Isn't that Zumba? It is a Roomba, isn't it? Yeah, yes. it's a Roomba. Well, well the you reason said Roomba that I don't originally. have one is because yeah. I'm afraid my dogs would, Attack it. you know, have an accident and the Roomba would not know that and uh, splatter it everywhere. Oh, no, no, no. They have special They have special uh, sensors on, though. No, they don't. Yeah, they poo-poo sensors. You know, it's the PPS. They do not. Yes, no, they the, don't. It's the PPS. You don't, well, you can get that. It's an option on the Roombas. It's the, you op, order That's with the... That's true. Stop it. You order with This the, would be another time... When you speak nothing but big fat lies. I am not kidding about that. There's a thing about that. They have a special version. It's made for people who have pets. It's got the PPS on it, the poo-poo sensor. Okay, yeah, I'm going to Google this. It's got, it's got a, little, a little duct that, you know, scoops in air and it detects poo-poo. And, you know, and also they've got another one, but they call it the, but they call it the, the, it's the, it's the, it's the wee wee sensor. And also that you can get it. And you, if you get the expensive one, it has the poo poo sensor and the wee wee sensor on it. So that as your Roomba is, you know, moving around the house, uh, it doesn't, you know, uh, go through pee pee or it doesn't go through poo poo. It says Roomba creator responds to reports of poop, poop a I lost you again. The poop, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, what what again now? Nothing. <laughs> so you don't believe me? There's 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 a, a PPS and a WWS on the Roombas. No. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that because that's the truth. Yep. You don't believe me? Nope. Okay. Okay. Your loss. I mean, I say, I, you know, I say all these these important things that, you know, are, and you know what? There's going to be somebody who will call me this afternoon and go like, you know, you're right about that. I've got the Roomba and I've got the both the PP and the and the Wee Wee sensor on mine. Okay. It says that um, the sensors are great for 99% of the cleaning a Roomba will perform. However, the 1% edge cases are where the demons hide. Okay, there's also there's also the the DHS sensor that's real expensive on the Roombas. Uh-huh. The in, demon in this case is a steaming surprise left by behind a pet. Okay, but do you know what the DHS the the DHS is on the Roomba? Roomba? No. That's, and, and I'm I'm done talking about it actually. That's the drunk husband's uh, sensor. So that like if your husband gets drunk <laughs> so and they don't whop him off off the floor and, and passes out, the Roomba <laughs> will stay away from him. That's you know, that's the DHS. You don't believe anything. Seven so here's the sensor. Yeah. And it says, quite honestly, we see this a lot. We generally tell people to try not to schedule your vacuum if you know you're you have dogs that may create such a mess. Well, that must be an old article because now they have the PPS, but that's a whole other story. Okay. Okay, 107.1. <laughs> you just have to doink. You just can't. You just can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> it's like a gizzy. It's a Chuck gizzy. <laughs> <sighs> You're funny. So should we? Should we? Yesterday, it's one of these things where. Um, How do I put this nicely? Sometimes, you know, sometimes people you work with, do they drive you nuts? Did you ever have that, Shelly? Every day. People that I work with drive me nuts. Okay, so yesterday, I'm in a meeting, and Shelly absolutely, positively, she has something so important she has to talk to me about. I mean, it's so important. I mean, it can't wait, like, till I'm out of the meeting. She has to incessantly call me incessantly call me and then when i finally answer the phone i go shelly 
let's talk. And she says, I can't because I got bronchitis. That's not what I said. And that's not really how it went. <laughs> she calls and calls and calls and calls and calls and calls. And so finally, Fred, she, I've been doing that since you've known me. Why she sends me, she sends me this where's if we can find it da, 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 da. i don't know if I, maybe i deleted really? it. i got so mad she sends me this can you uh, no that's not it oh yeah wow just blanking wow g brad thanks so much for taking my call right is that what you sent me <laughs> yes i'm going like i'm in a meeting She's, I mean, and like, she'll call. And all you had to do was text me. But I'm talking to people. I don't want to, you know, grab my, oh, hold on a minute. Shelly's called me for the fourth time. Let me send her a message that I'm in a meeting with you and, you know, I can't talk to her. You know, it's like, <laughs> you're, you All know, you have to do gr- is put one of those, those, um. Grant Cardone, like, Grant Cardone would be proud of you. Uh, I'm sorry? Grant Cardone would be proud of you. Well, thank you, because I live to uh, get the approval of Grant Cardone. Well, no, here's the reason why. I saw this video once where him and his wife were talking about, you know, things that drove each other nuts about each other. And Uh she mentioned the comment that if he's trying to do a deal with somebody... And they won't necessarily do a deal with him. He will incessantly call them to the point where she claims that there are some people that she has witnessed her husband, Grant Cardone. I think her name is Elena. Um, she has witnessed her husband call someone 12 to 18 times in a day to try to get a deal done. And I'm going like, at that point, aren't you? Don't doesn't that cross the barrier into stalker land? If someone calls you like twelve to eighteen times a day, isn't that like okay? This is a stalker. This is weird. I'm not talking to this person anymore. I don't want anything to do with this person anymore. Right? I mean, isn't there a point when you know you get you know like like if if like for example, if I wanted to do business with, I don't know. Let's say I had something to do. I wanted to do business in St. Louis County, and I sh- and I called uh, the the uh, county executive, Doctor Page, and I called him eighteen times in a day. Don't you think that after I did You'd that, you'd have the Secret Service. Well, out no, no, not the you? Secret Service. Don't you think there'd be like a county police car roll up in front of my place, going like, "I absolutely do think uh, that." Brad. What are you up to? You called, you know, you called the uh, the the. Uh, county executive 18 times today what's the deal explain to me what's going on here right don't you think that would that would raise the suspicions of people you know absolutely but yet i i get it to the point where where sometimes if someone is like for example i have a guy who calls me twice a day and i've told the guy he's trying to to set up a lease for me for leasing equipment i told him i said I don't qualify for that lease. I just tell him. I said, I don't qualify. And he calls me every day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. And I take his call almost every time. And I go, hey, I know what you're, you know, I, what we talked about it yesterday. I don't qualify for that lease. Well, well, maybe if we do this. And I go, look, I don't qualify. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, is this guy, he's one of two things. He's either super persistent or he doesn't have enough to do and he's, and he's like working for a company and they say, okay, you have to make a hundred calls per day. And he's calling me twice a day and I'm part of his quota, even though I keep telling him, hey, look, I can't do business with you. I already told you, you told me that I don't qualify for the lease. I agree. I don't qualify for the lease. So let's not, you know, you know, I don't need to hear from you every day. And every day he calls me twice a day. I got like another one that every day I get a call from the same number every stinking day. Every single Do you send them to voicemail like you do me? No, no, no. Answer the call. Because and, and oh, okay. well, no, no, no. Uh-huh. If I'm if I'm not busy, but here's the interesting thing, okay? I can find this number right now, okay? Every single day I get two calls from this phone number, okay? Every single day. And I can here it is right here. I pull it I can pull it up right here. And you answer the phone 
and there's nothing. And you say, hello, 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 hello. And then after like 10 seconds, it hangs up. Okay, here's the deal. I can call the number right now. I'm going to call it right here on the air. Okay, turn the speaker on. Here it goes. You ready? Listen to uh-huh. this. Now watch, today it's not going to answer. Every other day it answers. Thanks for calling. Sorry we missed your call. If you can just leave us a message with your name, the name of your business, and your phone number, and we'll give you a call back as soon as we can. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Yeah. Yeah, my name is Sheldon Barr. Sheldon Barr. And you can call me back at uh, at uh, 636-400-7667. Yes, once again, Sheldon Barr, 636-400-7667. Thank you. Every day. Two calls from that number, and they hang up, and you call it back, and that's what you get. I'm going like, okay, I don't get it. What is it? Why are they calling me? Because they have you on their auto dial. But it, but it doesn't say anything. When you get the call from that number, it's silent. You answered, hello, 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 and ten seconds after you answer the call, it hangs up. And when you call back, you get that every day. I can show you my phone every day, twice, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. Then I get a call from, oh my God, I got one the other day. I recorded one the other day. I was here in the studio when it came through and I recorded it. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. It's it's probably my best Hugh Janus call ever. Oh my God, it's so funny. (laughs) That is pretty funny when you do that to them. (laughs) Well, Ben, they're calling me. And this gal just went right along with it man she's just like she's asking me my shoe size <laughs> and i i won't tell her what answer i gave you i have to listen to it but and it's and i'm thinking to myself okay who 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 employs these people you know first off most of them are not in the united states they're like overseas call centers and stuff like that just like you get the guy from india and the guy from india is always bob right hi this is bob i can't do an indian or steve. accent yeah bob or steve or mike it's bob or steve or mike you know <laughs> yeah. from you know so and all day long i get these calls and what's crazy about it is i'm going like okay doesn't and and the crazy part of it is is that and this is this is the thing that really bothers me is that you were with me one day when I returned the call and it happened yeah. to me once upon a time they they steal somebody's number and yeah, they, they do they program it program it into their system so that it comes up like a you know a local number three one four six three six but yet when you call it back you either do one of two things either the number is in not in service. Or you get somebody who answers and you go, hey, I'm calling you back. I didn't call you. Well, you came up my call already. Wasn't me. I didn't call you. And that happened to me once. One time for like one day, I must have gotten 30 phone calls from people going like, hey, man, you just called me. I didn't. Yeah, you did. Your number came up in my caller ID because they're stealing your number. They're putting it into their system and they're spoofing the system so that it's it's spitting out your caller. You know, your number is caller ID. So it looks like somebody they may know or like a local person. And you answer the phone. It's them. Hi, this is Bob from India, but I'm not really in India. I'm in Indiana. Ho, 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 ho. Uh, I'm here to find out about your health insurance. You know, whatever the goofy stuff they're selling, stuff like that. And if you call back that number, you either get A, the number's not service or b somebody answers and it wasn't the person that called you because they spoofed their number and i'm going like you know i don't care what the government you know does how, is that how you know how your number's been spoofed oh is random people call you although it happened to me i'm telling you one day like when it, it happened i mean i got five calls within an hour people call me back hey man i just you just i your, your number just came up my caller id i couldn't take the call i'm calling you back are, you know, or they'd say like, like, uh, you know, hey, I answered the phone and nobody was there. And, you know, and I hit redial and it was and I go, it's not me. And that's what it was. Somebody they'd spoofed my number. They would take my number. And what's interesting is I will tell you this. I don't know why this is. Um, this is because my phone number is in this particular change exchange three one four two eight zero. That exchange is a favorite exchange of them, the spoof, because probably three-fourths of the spoof calls I get come out of that exchange, 314-280. 
And I think maybe what they're trying to do is they're trying to think, well, it's like same, you know, same area code, same exchange. You know, it's like somebody you might know, you know, because they're like, you know, because in the old days, the exchanges were done geographically. If you were up in Florida, you had an 831 or an 837 number. If you were in Clayton, you had a 725 number. You know, I mean, that's the way the exchanges were. If you were in North County, you had a 741 or a 355. Bellefont Neighbors was 868. Do I know my exchanges or what? <laughs> yes, you do, Mr. Telephone <laughs> but Man. But those are the old days because they don't. That doesn't mean anything anymore because they still have those exchanges. But now with VoIP, you can have a number from anywhere. I can have a California number, you know, and come up to the point where I can, you know, I, they they offer that to the point where I can go like, hey, I'm a Cal. And you know, now with cell phones, a lot of people if they move, they don't they don't get a new cell phone number. I, I dealt with some of the guy yesterday that had an eight five zero area code from California, and he was a local guy. Because one of the number came up, because I called, I called a company for information, and and I and I couldn't, I couldn't take the call because I was on another call as opposed to like Shelly who does that where she'll call me 42 times and then she'll send me this email or she'll send me she'll text the text will say you know she's got this on her little thing she just hits this button and dun, 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 and it's like that here where is it uh, um, here where's where's the Shelly bar um, here here where's like uh, uh, wow, just blanking wow. G Brad, thanks for making uh, for make for so much for taking my call. Okay, so you've said it twice. I think that one was was appropriate. Twice you didn't really need to say that a second time. And another thing is I apologized because it was not one of my finer moments. And another thing is I've been like this for seven years. That's who I am. That's that's what I, this isn't a surprise. If you have an issue with it, then, you know, maybe we need to address it. Wow. Just blanking wow. Gee, Brad, thanks for making for so much for taking my call. Thank you, Brad. Oh, look, it's 8.05. I don't think that we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. <laughs> Everybody have a great day. This has been BS in the Morning, and I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors for the BS in the Morning show. That would be Angie Harness. She's with Keller Williams Realty, Angie Harness um, team. And she, if you need to buy or sell, or if you're a senior and you're going through a transition, she's your girl. Um, we also have Doink. Salt River Automotive, Doink. and they are this new, wonderful um, car. Doink car place that's out in um off of 79 Doink. and salt salt river road Doink. and uh-huh and then we have jeff lang who's with amfam Doink. and he's my personal insurance agent and uh, he's he's amazing and then we also have scott ellinger with the uh, brass rail Doink. who we have our leads to success meeting every other friday and they've got they, they, they're especially known for their crab cakes. Doink. They're the they're the nation's best. Doink. So those are our sponsors, and I really like to thank them all for uh, being a part of KSLQ and supporting small business. So Doink. have a great day, everybody. Doink. This is I am Shelly. He is Brad. Doink. Peace. Doink. Doink. Bend down and whisper in my ear. They'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to get get me moving. Before you got in this program, if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think, huh? If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. She was the kind of woman that made you want to drop to your knees and thank God you were a man. Wait a minute, who are you? Brad, I don't remember yesterday. And the only reason why I know what today is is because of my pill minder. Brad, I don't remember yesterday. Brad, I don't remember yesterday. And the only reason why I know what today is is because of my pill minder. Ah! Ah! I'm getting real sick of having no one to come home to cuddle with. This weekend safety brief. Don't add to the population. Don't subtract from the population. Don't end up in the hospital, newspaper, or jail. If you end up in jail, establish dominance quickly. Have a good weekend.